All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Phenomenal Fan Pod... No, not the Phenomenal Fan Podcast, Between the Stitches Podcast, Baseball Podcast, because we're baseball guys and we talk about baseball. And that's what we're known for, Jared. We're known for baseball. And uh, yeah, that's what we talk about. It's not the Phenomenal Fan Podcast, Between the Stitches. We got a decent episode today, Jared. Pitching is absolutely king. It is the number one reason, the number one factor, the number one indicator for success, and we will tell you exactly why. We will give you three reasons why every team in the major leagues will win the World Series in the next three years. So if you're a fan of literally any Major League Baseball team, stick around to hear your reasoning for your team. And lastly, we'll give you our rankings or predictions for how the National League Eastern Division will unfold. Very, very interesting division with a lot of really good teams and a lot of really good players. So we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, let's just jump into it, Jared. Let's go. Let's go. We are back for episode number six of Between the Stitches. We are we are uh, excited for this one. I'm excited for this one because a lot of people, Jared, a lot of the casual baseball fans like to walk around and talk about, oh, look at all these dope guys, big, strong home run hitters and they hit the ball that's so far and then they score and then they win wrong you're wrong home runs are cool (laughs) offense is cool but guess what jared pitching wins championships it wins and we have proof that pitching wins championships with our first topic of the day that uh i stumbled across a couple days ago i was looking at stats I think I was just looking to see, uh, as a Padres fan, I think I was just, like, debating with my fellow Padres buddies about, they were like, oh, dude, the Padres weren't that bad last year in the pitching. And, like, and I was like, nah, they were pretty average. And my buddies were like, no, dude, they were, like, top five. I was like, no, okay, now I have to look. And sure as shit, I just Googled MLB 2021 team pitching rankings or something like that, and I came across – the rankings of how each major league team uh, finished last year in regards to team earned run average. It's a great indicator. ERA is not everything for pitchers, but it's almost everything. So going through the list, initially I'm looking through, I'm counting through this list. I'm like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. 14th is where the Padres finish, and then I go back to my buddies. I'm like, I fucking told you. I'm smarter than you. I know everything. You know nothing. That's why I have a baseball show, (laughs) and you don't. But the Padres last year finished with a team ERA of 4.10, which, if you think about, it's, like, not that bad, right? 4.1, it's, it's, you're a starting pitcher in the major leagues, I guess. Like, 
you know, it's respectable. It's not like awesome, but it's not bad. I mean, it'll get you a five spot, maybe in a rotation or long relief bullpen piece, or maybe maybe a three or four, three, two or three starter on a on a shitty ass team, you know. But uh, I saw the Padres coming at fourteenth, and I was like, well, wait a second here, hold on. Okay, I'm going through, and I'm like, well. Okay, so that number one team that finished first made the playoffs. The Dodgers are first with a 3.01 ERA. And by the way, just before we keep going on this, perspective on that, Jared, the Dodgers pitching staff as a team, their ERA was 3.01, and the last place Baltimore Orioles ERA was 5.8. So a two and a half, almost three runs per game difference between the first place team and the last place team. That is fucked. Like that is bad. Yeah. And that's and that's on average. Yeah. So it's like like they probably had guys like, like the, in the sixes and sevens on the on the Royals. Like easily. Oh, 100 percent hundred percent. And they even had some like breakout stars last year. Yeah, like, like John that, Means was good. Stars. Yeah. John's John Means was good. John Means business. Like that's think, a cool name. Yeah, that's a really cool one. But, think about but think no, about the, think, the guys uh, ERA on the flip side, they had to cancel out John Means average and bring it up to a 5.8 when he probably threw it like a 3.7, you know? Like, so then who was the guy on the flip side that threw it a 7.4 <laughs> to fucking, you know, even out that 3.8? Like, that's just crazy. But I went through the list of all the teams, and I was like, okay, number one on the list, best best pitching staff ERA in all of baseball last year was the Dodgers. Okay. Not very surprising, right? I mean – Walker Buehler, Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer for half the year, Julio Arias, dominant bullpen. Like, they dominated. 3.01. Next team on the list, second-ranked team ERA, the Giants, 3.24. Then the Brewers at 3.5. The Rays at 3.6. The White Sox at 3.7. I'm going through this list. I'm like, okay, hold on. Number one's the Dodgers. They made the playoffs. Number two is the Giants. They made the playoffs. Number three is the Brewers. They made the playoffs. Rays made the playoffs. White Sox made the playoffs. Yankees made the playoffs. Astros made the playoffs. The Braves come in at eight. They made the playoffs. And then the first time that methodology doesn't come through is the ninth-ranked team, which was the Mets, at 3.9. But I think everybody would agree that the Mets had a wildly underperforming offensive season last year. And so of course, baseball is complimentary, but the Mets were finished ninth in the league in ERA and didn't make the playoffs. The blue Jays finished 10th and the blue Jays were close to the playoffs. The only, I guess you would say outliers in this situation is the Marlins who finished 11th in ERA and they were not close to the playoffs, but like the Marlins have really good pitchers. And that's why a lot of people this year are like, um, like Marlins probably won't make the playoffs, but like, they're kind of sneaky, you know, like what if they, yeah, like win games, they were, they were kind of, they they were kind of sneaky. I just like, um, yeah, they're just, that division's too good. Yeah. The division division now, especially with the, with the big free agency moves. It's, it's way too good a, of a division for the Marlins to somehow sneak yeah, in. Yeah, so the only two teams, Jared, that the only two teams that didn't finish in the top 10 in ERA because 10 teams made the playoffs last year 
The only teams that didn't finish in the top 10 in ERA that made the playoffs were the Cardinals at 12 and the Red Sox ranked 16th. And the Red Sox doesn't surprise me because they scored roughly 33 runs a game last year as an offense with yeah, I think I did see that stat somewhere. <laughs> yeah, 30, Adam Schefter 32 and a half, 32.8, but we'll round it up to 33. Uh, no, but Devers, Bogarts, JD, Verdugo, Schwarber at the end of the year, Kike Hernandez. I mean, like, fuck. Like, that's a great lineup. And then the Cardinals, but that also doesn't surprise me because the Cardinals are just like, they just win baseball games. Um, and they're probably just going to find a way to do it again this year. Uh, because they like they don't have like this this lineup or this even roster that's like holy shit they're so good but they have enough guys where you're like you know what they're gonna make the playoffs again like they're historic franchise they sell out every fucking night they play hard they got scrappy guys they got power guys they got great fundamentals they play great defense they throw the ball well enough on the mound and they score just enough runs to win baseball games and they also last year, I think, just got incredibly hot and they won like what seventeen in a row or something stupid. Not seventeen, but like I think it was like literally fourteen games in a row uh in September and they made the playoffs. So that also can helps and you know contributes to a team making the playoffs. But the general point, Jared, is that honestly, like looking at this list, some examples of teams that would make sense of like, oh, they'll definitely make the playoffs this year, right? Like, everyone's like, the Phillies will be really good and they'll make the playoffs this year. The Rangers may have a shot at sneaking into the wild card spot. Um, the Padres, you know, the Mariners, like all these teams are like, like, hey, they're loaded offensively, right? Seattle upgraded with Winker mm-hmm. and Suarez and everyone's talking about their hitters, their hitters, their hitters. Philadelphia, Castellanos and Schwarber and Harper and everyone's talking about hitting, hitting, hitting. You go to Texas, Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon. Like, oh, my God, these guys are hitters. If those teams don't pitch, they're not going to make the playoffs. Bottom line, plain and simple. You got to throw the rock yeah. to win games. Especially with the when it comes down to the bullpen. Like, it's not – it's like – Starting pitching, obviously, like it's important. I, I right? feel like it's weird because start because starting pitching and, and bullpen is almost like two two different segments. Because you can, like, that's why if you go to a sports book, they have a first five inning bet because it's yep. basically saying, "Hey, you like, you know, you like Max Scherzer to start this game and the the team to be winning at the end of this." But you almost ex- almost can expect that if it's a close game because. Usually it's going to be ace against ace. Scherzer's not going to go against the other team's number five. Sure. So Scherzer might be going against a pretty decent pitcher who might also only let up one run, two runs, or or none. So like you bet that you bet the first five innings, hoping that your starter is going to outduel their starter, and you kind of just are saying, "Fuck the bullpens." Like I don't want to deal. I don't want to deal with the bullpens because what a slap in the face that is. It's like almost like saying, um, betting on the Packers last year with Rogers starting the first three quarters. And then uh, what's the name? Jordan love comes in. Yeah. For the, yeah. For, for the fourth quarter, you know, it's like, Oh, well, who knows? Yeah, no, I agree. But, I think, I think that's why also like when you start to realize how important pitching is, of course, it doesn't surprise you on this list. Like the brewers are top three Dodgers are first, but I think one team that should be getting a lot more, uh, like a lot more, looks as far as like world series potential not that people don't think they aren't really good already but the white Sox, dude 
The White Sox starting with dude. Okay. The White Sox were so good last year. And that's because they scored a lot and they had really good pitching. But they've gotten better. Like literally, they have gotten better. Uh yeah. their rotation is gonna go Giolito, Lance Lynn, Kopech, Dylan Cease, Dallas Keichel. That's very good. Jared, their bullpen is maybe the most disgusting bullpen I've ever seen in my life, and it's not even close. It, it looks like it looks like an all it looks it looks like it literally could be like an all-star bullpen. They have Liam Hendricks, Craig Kimbrell, Kendall Graveman, Garrett Crochet. Okay, so hold on. Let's just Liam Hendricks, 100. Craig Kimbrell, 99 to 100. Kendall Graveman, 97, but it's moving nine inches both ways, both directions at 97. Joe Kelly, 100. Garrett Crochet, 103. Uh, Ryan Burr, 100. Like, holy fuck. So when you talk about pitching and especially bullpen pitching, like winning you games, the White Sox, Jared, are going to play a lot of – they're going to win a lot of six-inning baseball games this year. A lot of six-inning baseball games because they're going to be up by three yeah. in the sixth and then game will be over. Like, over, over, over. No chance. You know? And of course, they'll have a handful of each guy will have a blow up game or two, which happens, right? But they're going to play a lot of well, six inning baseball games. So that must be a great feeling, right? If you're a White Sox player or coach, you're like, fuck, dude, Giolito, just get us through six. Let's put up four and then we win. <laughs> you know, like game over. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, what's funny is that the, that the probably the most watched baseball game last year was that Field of Dreams. In yeah. which we saw that Liam Hendricks actually yeah. collapse. Yeah. Which it was Liam Hendricks that collapsed. But it's like if you watch that game and you haven't watched much other baseball, like you would be like, oh, that's, I remember that Liam Hendricks guy. Yeah. But like watch him on a normal day or just on like it, it's a 162 game season. He's yeah. going to make, who knows, 60 appearances probably. Yeah. 60, 70. Yeah. I don't know. Depending, dep- depending on the score. Yeah. 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 Um, and. <laughs> The fact that the funny thing is that Liam Hendricks is, is you have three guys that would be that would be closers on almost any team. Um, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You have three guys with with uh, Kimbrel Hendricks, Graveman, Joe Kelly. If he went to like some smaller market teams, would actually probably be the closer as well. Garrett Crochet, Garrett Crochet probably would close probably anywhere. be the closer. And also Garrett else. Crochet you like know, started in in the minor leagues. He was a starter, so like he might just start games this year, like. Holy shit, dude. Wait, I thought Garrett Crochet bypassed the minor leagues. You know what? He might have. He might have. I think he did. I think he bypassed the minor leagues completely because they didn't really have that was 2020 when he came up. Uh, with, with the COVID year. Maybe you're right. So I so I think he got drafted and out then of Tennessee. Like, they didn't, I don't know. Yeah. And I and I think he just bypassed the minor leagues. Also, what's what's the deal with like Tennessee pitchers just and like, how cool is that by the way? Yeah, yeah, just, just never not play. have to ever deal with just never have to deal with the minor league bullshit. You're just like in college one day and the next day you're just a big leaguer. Um, yeah, it looks like he doesn't even have minor league stats, so yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, dude. 2020, I remember that. He was a first yeah, round pick, 11th overall. 103. Yeah, the first round pick, uh, 11th overall, and then 
Oh, so he played in. So he played at the Arizona Fall League, like the uh, alternate site. So like he was there oh, for like a minute, yeah. but they didn't have minor league shit. Um, and then he got called up in September of last year. Um, yeah, that's wild. But the point is, I think he has starting capabilities, or that at least they they might want him to find that role at some point. So, holy shit. Uh, pitching is king, Jared. Pitching is king. That's the point we're trying to make. So, if you uh, are a fan of a team, or you rooting for a team, or you're watching a team, and you think halfway through the year, holy shit, you know, why are the fucking Tigers not doing good? They have all this young... Uh, exciting talent. It's like because they don't have the, the pitching. Their pitching's okay, right? Whatever. You get my point. Yeah. Um, so pitching is king. Keep that in mind for the entire season. We're gonna mark that one down. But segment two on the show is we have written out three reasons. Three reasons why each team in the major leagues will win the World Series in the next three years. And some of these are obvious where it's like, of course, they're not going to win it, but these are the reasons why they could win the World Series in the next three years. If some cases, some teams are right there. Other cases, teams have a lot longer than three years. But we like to be optimistic on this show. So we'll take you through alphabetically based on location and just tell you three reasons why each team will win the World Series. Starting on the first name on the list, three reasons why the Arizona Diamondbacks will win the World Series in the next three years. Number one, Alec Thomas. Exceptional outfield prospect talent. Top 100 guy. Going to be a stud for him. Number two, Cattell Marte just signed a contract with them, and they're paying him approximately $30 a season. Frees them up financially to potentially sign some bigger guys and make a splash. Number three, Brent Strom is their pitching coach, just came from Houston. Great pitching coach, especially with all the young, moldable talent they have on their pitching staff. They will succeed. Number two, I will take the Braves, Jared. Three reasons why the Braves will win the World Series in the next three years. Number one, they're young pitching. It is a joke. Max Freed, um, uh, Soroka, uh, Ian Anderson, I mean, you could just, it's a joke. Their bullpen's a joke too, but that's more short-term. Long-term, when they have Ian Anderson, Soroka, Max Freed, that is a joke. That's going to be a monster three-headed group at the front end of the rotation. Number two, Ozzy Albee's contract. Again, similar to the Cattell Marte contract, except the Braves agreed to pay him $35 a year for the next seven years. So, frees up the Braves financially. Number three, and this is going to be controversial, but I think the fact that they got rid of Freddie Freeman and on top of that got Matt Olson because they got Olson for less. He may not be quite the player that Freddie Freeman is, but they couldn't afford to pay Freddie what he was going to ask. And instead, they made a move to get Olson, paid him a little bit less, and they're going to get close to the same production without having to pay an extra yeah. $12 million per year. Not as pure of a hitter, uh, as quite a, uh, not quite as pure of a hitter, but the power numbers are going to be there and right. not like a huge drop off. Right? right. Yeah. So you can take the the Orioles, yeah. Jared. I'll take uh, the or- the Orioles. Yeah. So the Orioles, uh, for the first reason, Cedric Mullins, he's a, you know, bona fide stud in the outfield. Um, 
it's just he's he was their best player last year. And that brings me into reason number two. Adley Rushman is coming. And he is is he the number one overall prospect? Um in baseball? I think he dropped he to like two. Top? Um well, way down the list, huh? Yeah. Let me see. Um yeah, he's number two. He's number two. So yeah, I mean he's the number two prospect in all of baseball. He'll be up. Um, and then you still have you still have some talent there with um uh, Trey Mancini in that lineup. Yep. And 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 there's a there's a chance. There's not a chance. But here, yeah. three years from now, yeah, on, uh, is the third reason. They're gonna have more prospects. Like who? Like here's the thing: is the Orioles have taken so many top ten picks. Oh, because they've been so um, bad over the last over the last fifteen years. Now, there's probably guys in down in their minor league system that we don't even know about yet. That if they were in different organizations, would probably be one of their top prospects. Yeah, they have, that's how many top ten picks do they have? Yeah, they have five guys in the top one hundred too. Like that's so, so pretty good. Yeah, and that that moves us into the Red Sox. Obviously, Trevor Story getting added to that prolific infield uh, with with Devers and Bogarts <clears throat> is uh you know arguably the best in baseball. Like like we talked about in the last podcast, if Bobby Dalback has like a thirty five home run year. Yep. Behind that, uh, Tanner Huck. Tanner Huck is like a right-handed Chris Sale type of pitcher, isn't he? Literally, literally. He's, uh, that's 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 literally what he makes me think of. Um, they still have, you know, Chris, actually, did Chris, you just said Chris Sale got hurt again. Yeah. They but... still have like you know plenty of talent. Um, and like we just said, pitching's king. So if a guy like Tanner Huck can kind of rise to the top of uh, to to be like a bona fide ace, the Red Sox have a chance. And then third, Alex Cora. Um, just, just a winning pedigree there, and if he if there's anybody that can guide a super team, it's it's probably Alex Cora. Yeah, he's like there hasn't been one player he's managed or coached that's not like he is fucking legit. So yeah, Cora is a good one. Um, three reasons why the White Sox will win the World Series in the next three years. We kind of already just touched on it, but number one, nightmare bullpen. Like just it's it's like a nightmare bullpen. Number two. Luis Robert is a guy that might start to get overlooked. Please don't overlook him. He has the potential to win the American League MVP this season. I said that. Like, literally MVP. He is a Mike Trout caliber player. Number three for the White Sox, young arms. The control of the young arms, like we just mentioned. Garrett Crochet, Michael Kopech, Dylan Cease. I mean, shit, you could even throw Giolito in there. Um, like these guys are young, they're controllable, they're moldable, they're so talented uh, that it's going to be hard to take that away from them in the future, which is why they will have a World Series championship. Um, moving on to the north side of Chicago, right? Is that where the Cubs are? North side? Or are they the south yeah. side? No, the Cubs are uh, White Sox south side. Yeah, okay. Three reasons why the Cubs will win the World Series in the next three years. Number one, Jason Hayward is a free agent after the 2023 season. That will free up a lot of money. A lot of money. They're paying him like <laughs> 20 million bucks a year, and he is terrible. So that's going to help getting that contract off their books. Number two, Marcus Stroman. He loves Chicago. He's a gangster. He's going to end up being one of those guys, if they get into a big game situation, that he's going to be their dude, and he's going to step up and throw some big innings for them. Number three, after the Hayward contract specifically, but in a more broad scale, they're a big market team with a massive fan base. 
coming off of a World Series in the last 10 years, they're going to have a huge budget to start rebuilding. Not just not even rebuilding, but they just signed a guy like Seiya Suzuki from Japan, and they have the budget to sign like five more dudes just like him. So their budget is going to put them in a good spot. Will it guarantee him a World Series? I don't know, but they could with the budget they have. So there you go. Uh, I'll take right. the Reds, Jared. Uh, I'll take the Reds because yeah, yeah. Th- this is this one sucks. It almost made me throw. It almost made me throw up. Yeah. So just just looking at it. Three reasons why the Cincinnati Reds will win the World Series. Number one, I mean, let me say three reasons why the Cincinnati Reds will win the World Series in the next three years. Number one, they won't. It will not happen. Number two, <laughs> Hunter Green. He's getting the he's getting the call up this year. They already announced he's going to be on the opening day roster. So that's pretty cool. And when they had the massive dump overhaul in this last offseason and traded away literally almost all of their good players, they got a bunch of prospects back. So they can use those prospects, develop them, trade them for big-name guys. I mean, I don't know what the plan is in Cincinnati, but that's, that's uh, I mean, I guess the gist of it for <laughs> for the Reds. Not much to look forward to in Cincinnati, unfortunately. But All right. The Cleveland Guardians, three uh, three reasons why they have a chance in the next three years. Jose Ramirez is a perennial perennial MVP candidate, who, with like some of the other hitters in that lineup, can actually produce quite a few runs. I know last year they seemed like they almost kind of had a, da- a little bit of a down year as well. Yeah, but I know that they had some like some big injuries. Um, who's the big bopper there? What's his name? Franmil Reyes. Um, can't think. Franmil Reyes. He, I think he was hurt for, and they only played like. You know, he missed 40 games or so. They got some young, controllable pitching for sure. Um, who, McKenzie. Let's, let's go their, uh, Tristan McKenzie. Yeah, Tristan McKenzie. Cal Quantrill. Who else? Yeah, who, had, uh, who you said. Had the best second half. Won the second half. Yes. In all of baseball last year. Yeah, Tristan McKenzie, then, uh, Cal Quantrill, Zach Plesak is really good. Um, they have one more guy, I thought. Logan Allen. Yeah, no, I... They have a good team, man. And they then they have, really have some. They, and they have some. De- and they have some decent. Uh, some some def- decent bullpen arms. Yeah, that well, that's exactly young, controllable the... pitching. Yeah, dude, that's what I meant. Like yeah. they have uh, Karen so Shack. They have Clause. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and then on top of all that, they have five top one hundred prospects. Pretty good. So. Let those guys make it up and, and can do some damage and kind of surround uh you know Fran Mel Reyes and Jose Ramirez and, yep. and bolster that bolster that lineup a little bit. There's a chance. Yep. Good call. Okay, we'll take, I guess, uh, Colorado we'll Rockies. Rockies. Yeah. You want me to take them? Yeah. All right. Well, I am a Colorado guy and uh, <laughs> I had to jump jump wagon, but there's uh here's three reasons. Herman Marquez is a is a bona fide ace in in the major leagues. He pitches in the most difficult place to pitch in the entire country, the entire MLB, um, and he still puts up ridiculous numbers. If he's throwing if he's throwing somewhere else and his slider's moving like it should, he's putting up like Cy Young type numbers, especially with if there's an offense behind him. Yep. Um, and then Ezekiel Tovar, uh, the Rockies love him. He's a he's a big time shortstop shortstop prospect. That's coming up. I'm guessing that's has to do with a little bit with why they let Story go yep. and didn't pay him big money, other than just being cheap asses in general. Except they signed Trevor, um, you know, Chris Bryant, but that you know made a lot of sense. Yeah, they but, yeah. Said, 
Yeah, they signed Chris Bryant. They let Nolan and Trevor go, but they signed Chris Bryant. Cause yep. That makes sense. Because that's just what they do. But there's a chance. And uh, I guess we can maybe get to say the reason number three is they're, uh, they're due for some 2007 <laughs> mile-high magic. And when they when they go on a 22-game win streak. And who did they beat? What was that team, Arnold? Uh, yeah. That, we don't have to talk about what was it? Matt Holiday just <laughs> okay. sliding over the top of home plate. But, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, so there, there's three reasons for the for yeah, the yeah. Uh, Rockies fans, you know, optimistic, but who knows? Uh, three reasons for the Detroit Tigers. Three reasons the Detroit Tigers will win the World Series in the next three years. Number one, Spencer Torkelson. I believe he was a one-one guy, first overall pick. If he wasn't, he was a first-round pick. I think he was one-one though. Corner I infield, think he was number one overall. Yeah, corner infield prospect, just monster, like just a monster smashes the baseball number two another prospect riley green outfield prospect smashes the baseball those two guys are going to be middle of the order dudes for the tigers in the next six to ten years those two will contribute to a team if like to the white Sox to the tigers if they win the world series number three aj hinch a lot of people forget aj hinch is the manager of the tigers he literally won the world series as the astros manager in 2017 Granted, literally every hitter on the Astros knew every pitch that was coming in every game the entire season, but Hinch was still the manager, and he had to make pitching changes and and decisions and everything else. So that's three reasons for the Tigers. Three reasons why the Astros will win the World Series in the next three years. This is actually realistic, and the fact of the matter is Dusty Baker is their manager for reason number one. Dusty Baker is so due for a World Series. It is unbelievable. That guy never won a World Series. He's been to two. People talk about him like, I mean, he is probably a Hall of Fame manager when it's all said and done, but he took Barry Bonds and the Giants to the World Series in 2002 and lost and took the Astros just to the World Series and lost that one. So two World Series that a lot of people believe he shouldn't have lost either, but he did. So he's due for a World Series and he's done everything the right way and everyone loves him. So he's due for a World Series. Number two, on that topic of, Going from the World Series last year, they have so much World Series and postseason experience. It is unbelievable. Jose uh, Jose uh, uh, Altuve has played in like 12 World Series in the last three years. Michael Brantley's played in every World Series. Uh, Maldonado, uh, all their – Lance McCullers, Verlander. Uh, like they just – all of their dudes have just literally been playing in the World Series. They played in the World Series in uh, 2021, in 2019 – in 2017 and if they didn't play in the world series they played in the alcs so like that postseason experience is so crucial for a team to go back and to win that's going to serve them big number three they have room to spend now because they didn't sign carlos correa so they could very easily make a big splash and you know trade for a guy that's got a high contract at the deadline and pay him off you know as a rental for the end of the year they're going to be in good shape um so good for them and then I'll take the Royals, Jared, because I fucking love their top prospect. Three reasons why the Royals will win the World Series in the next three years. Number one, Bobby Witt Jr. My God, is he a good player. He is the top prospect in baseball. He is electric. Like, so, so good. Like, Fernando Tatis Jr. level type of player. Number two, a little bit more of an under-radar prospect, but a guy that's going to come up and contribute for them, 
He's a top 100 guy. Asa Lacey, for those of you who've played MLB The Show, you know who this guy is because he got a nice like uh, Future Stars card. He's a left-handed guy, mid-90s, uh, sneaky little cutter-sinker deal. He's he's going to be good. And then number three, they have the veteran pitching uh, that's going to take them to the places they want to go. Um, they just signed Zach Grinky, believe it or not, and he's apparently getting their opening day nod, which is odd, but it's also important for them. Um, Zach Grinky by himself is going to be able to you know, lead these younger guys on their pitching rotation to the promised land. They also just traded Jared for Amir Garrett, who is not that old, but he's probably considered a veteran at this point, having what probably going into his fifth or sixth year in the major leagues. So they have those younger, those older, more experienced guys that are going to help uh, doll up the younger guys in their rotation and in their bullpen and will help them out. So there you go for the Royals. All right, <clears throat> next on our list, the Los Angeles Angels. And there's three reasons. <laughs> you can actually probably name quite a few reasons. But MVP, MVP, potential MVP. Yep. So we're talking Shohei Otani, the best two-way player that's ever played in baseball, besides maybe, you know, Babe Ruth. But we're talking about, like, modern-day baseball. Like, actual real baseball um, players. You know, when, yeah. Yeah, real baseball, not yeah, not like yeah, not I don't even know hot dog, hot dog Slaps, eating, slapstick, slapstick baseball. Yeah, you eating, smoking cigarettes on the field, just just hitting, hitting eighty three mile per hour pitching. Yeah. Anyway, Otani just went, just wins the MVP. Obviously, generational talent. Mike Trout gonna go down as a top three baseball player of all time yep. if not the best baseball player of all time and then you have joe adele who has yet to really have like a super like like he just came up what is he uh, last year did he make his yeah his he's debut? like 23 yeah he's like 23 yeah yet to really uh yet to really like have like his big splash in the mlb but you're talking another guy that like had a had freak minor league statistics that's just a matter of time before he he you know gets adjusted to the major leagues and, and puts up that, you know, 35 home run year, 30, a 30, 30 year or something crazy like that. So yep. that's, uh, that's him. And then uh, moving over to the other side of Los Angeles, you have the Dodgers. I don't, I hate to say it. I don't even want to talk about them really. Nope. Everyone talks about them already. So we don't really want to cover them, but they, they might be the best team ever assembled. Offensively. They, they always seem to be. Yeah. Yeah. They always seem to be, you know, they, they got, they got a freak. It's a freakish team, uh, as as usual. Uh, Julio Urias, uh, which is kind of funny, is nobody really baseball like real baseball fans know who, who Julio Urias is. But there's a lot of people that like they they knew they had that they had Max Scherzer last year, and he and he came over. Yeah, and like but Walker like, Bueller, they still didn't even know that that Urias in Walker Bueller. Yeah, they didn't know Urias was over there. But Urias won 20 games last year. Yep. So and he's he's young. Didn't he? Didn't he sign when he was 15? Um, or something like that and pitched in a game i think he did good question probably i think he literally literally pitched in a game when he was like 15 years old in the minor leagues i believe, I believe he came from mexico it's 16 years old he made his professional debut in the low a yeah 16 yeah so he's 16 uh, just, that's just absurd and then on top of that if the team that they have right now doesn't get it done they have 
unlimited amounts of money to buy whatever talent they need to try to push them over the edge to make them feel good about themselves and make all those plastic people in LA love them more. Yeah. So, yep, exactly. Yep. Unlimited money. It's awesome. Um, moving on from the, yeah, the Dodgers is just hard to even speak that, that, uh, that team name. Three reasons why the Miami Marlins will win the world series in the next three years. Number one, Edward Cabrera. Anybody who played him will be the show knows who Edward Cabrera is. He throws upper 90s as a starter. He has an electric arm. He is very young, and he's going to be a front-end starter for them. Number two, you like Jazz. Jazz Chisholm is going to feature in the middle of that order for the foreseeable future. Not, maybe not the middle, but, you know, the – He's going to be a contributor to the lineup. Top of the order guy, most likely. Got speed. Got He's a great athlete. Um, he's going to be a contributor for them. Number three, Donnie Baseball. Their manager, Don Mattingly. Incredible baseball mind. Incredible baseball player in his career. Knows so much about the game that if the team were to make a run to the postseason, he would be the one to make the right moves and lead them to the promised land. Don Mattingly is a great manager, great baseball brain, and it's very it's very likely he's going to contribute to a World Series run if they have one in the next three years. Moving on to the Milwaukee Brewers. Three reasons why the Brewers will win the World Series in the next three years. They were close last year, right? Postseason berth, NL Central uh, winners. Number one, Corbin Burns. It's almost seems almost not real, some of the pitches that he throws in game situations. Uh, Cy Young Award winner, nasty. Number two, Josh Hader, also arguably the best bullpen pitcher in baseball. He's disgusting. Number three, big acquisition for them, Jared. Somebody that I don't think a lot of people are realizing is going to help them out offensively because they struggled offensively last year. Hunter Renfro to the Brewers. That guy drops dick. He hits balls all over the yard, 500 feet, and he's going to bolster, bolster that lineup especially since they they traded for Eduardo Escobar from the Diamondbacks last year, but then they lost him to the Mets. So picking up a guy like Renfro is huge for them. Yeah, and another thing with that is uh, Renfro. Renfro just got overshadowed. He's ended up in a Boston, big market yeah. with, a, with a bunch of star players, yeah, and, and everybody's hitting 30 home runs. They don't appreciate you as much. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Ren, Renfro is an underappreciated talent, and he really is going to be that good. Yep. Um, all right, well, let's move on to the Twins. Uh, three reasons. You have Byron Buxton. Um, obviously, I still feel like Buxton has yet to really put together the year that we know he can. Yeah, he but hasn't stayed healthy. Freakishly fast. Yeah, he's freakishly fast. Um, to, if he can stay healthy, he's gonna, he's really going to be that. That lineup is actually really good. There's actually a lot of a lot of talent in that lineup. That that's another team that just kind of comes back to pitching. Um, Royce Lewis, uh, he's a top. What is he? A top ten prospect, dude. So he was, and then he just dropped. Like he, I think he kind of had a bad year last year, uh, and then he dropped all the way to forty six. But oh yeah, he must, yeah. So and you know that's he's twenty two though. Those he's rankings young. like yeah yeah like in those rankings like you know that's that they're doing their best to rank those guys. I'm sure that there's been guys on that on that list that are the number. 20 prospect or whatever that come up and end up being the best in the MLB. Yeah. But, 
Um, and then dumping Josh Donaldson is the third reason. Saved themselves a lot of money. Um, they they got Correa for that short that short contract, right? Yeah. But they still have they still have quite a bit of money, so that might that may be like a way that they can uh, they can improve their pitching uh, is is actually spend a little bit of cash. Yep. Get a couple of guys that are like two starters. You yep. don't, gotta, don't go sign the ace for a hundred. You know, 170 million dollars. Get a couple guys that'll take that 60 million dollar contract. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, the twin, the twins could have a chance, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you want to take the Yanks? Yeah, yeah, go ahead and take the Yanks. The Yanks, uh, the Yanks play at a wiffle ball field. That's the first reason, and also that first reason is Aaron Judge plays at a wiffle ball field. They literally have the biggest team in baseball playing in the smallest field. Yeah, you know, I think every guy is six five. I think inches when wise, Luke Voigt before they got rid of when they got rid of Luke Voigt, like like if they had that like those guys, if they had uh Judge Gallo, Stanton, and Luke Voigt all in the lineup, it was like what the it looked like uh like the older kids, like the varsity kids were coming down to play yeah, know, play the JV sophomore guys. Yep. And that's literally what the Yankees look like. And they played in the smallest field. Um they got Anthony how do you I say his last Vol- name? Is it? Volpe, I think. Volpe, uh, they they love him as a shortstop prospect. You know that I don't think Glaber Torres is the uh, the future kind of like the long the long term answer there. Could be standing corrected. I guess I'm gonna have recency bias with him. He hit ten home runs after hitting thirty eight. Don't know what happened there. Knock knock. Um, <laughs> but and then uh, Jason D- uh, Dominguez is an absolute freak. I don't know if you, if you guys <laughs> don't know who he is. Google him. He looks like he looks like Mike Trout got stung by bees, but he's like super athletic. Yeah, like he's that he's a, he's a freakishly thick, and he can swing and he can swing the bat. He, he kind of you know what he like if it depends on how long he can stay athletic, but he kind of reminds me of when Miguel Sano was a prospect. Yep, yep. You know, just just, just, he's just get he's big, but he's like yeah, he's just huge. Great already. athlete. Fast I can only twitch. imagine what he's gonna look like. Yeah, what he's gonna look like when he's older. Uh, there's videos online if you want go look up him like hitting a home run and it literally sounds like the bat is it's he's punishing the bat and the ball. So <laughs> yeah, that's why the Yankees could do it. Yep. Yeah. And Yankees, I mean, they have more than that, you know, but those are, you know, pretty good three, three reasons there. Um, <clears throat> Crosstown guys, national league East, three reasons why the Mets will win the world series in the next three years, Jacob deGrom. And probably more specifically, if Jacob deGrom could just stay on the field and pitch for them, realistically, realistically this is as accurate as i could be realistically he could throw with a this season if he pitches a full season he could finish with a 0.02 era realistically he could give up two earned runs in 230 innings i mean like that's how ridiculous that guy is but in all seriousness jacob Degrom is a key to their success it's staying on the field number two lindor will bounce back and when he does the Mets will be good offensively. Frankie Lindor bouncing back is huge for them. Most likely will happen. That's going to help them win a World Series. Number three, Chris Bassett. Very underrated acquisition by the Mets this this offseason. He is a stud. He's an all-star. And he's like their fourth best pitcher in their rotation. So I think he's their third. I think he's their three starter. But still, it's like when you go DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett, whoa, look out for the Mets and Chris Bassett. Um, up next, three reasons why the Oakland A's will win the World Series in the next three years. Number one, Billy Bean. He's a magician. 
As we all know, he manages to get the best out of people. Number two, they don't spend any money ever, which is bad, but also, like, good. Because if some somebody comes along or they have one of those young prospects and they have an opportunity to get extended, they can spend some money. But option, reason number three for them winning the World Series in the next three years is they will not win the World Series in the next three years. Sorry, Oakland fans. It's a tough way to hear it, but it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Sorry, guys. It is what it is. Jared, take the fills. Oh, the Phillies. You know what? I actually love the Phillies right now. I know. I love the Phillies. Not only is it because I work for a company that's based out of Philadelphia. Maybe that's a little bit of like biased. I'm just around people that are uh, Phillies and Sixers fans and Eagles fans all day long. So I guess I am a little bit biased. But I think that lineup is ridiculous. And... The, one of the best reasons or one of the best people that they added, obviously, or arguably the best. I mean, they got Castanos as well, but Schwarber, but Schwarber is going to smash balls out of that field. Yep. And I think that that's a good home for him. And that lineup is just ridiculously scary now. Just yep. ridiculously scary. That's like one of those ones that like, it wouldn't surprise me to see them doing better, do better than we think even like exceed every expectation just because of their offense. Obviously, we talked about them a little bit before. We don't love their pitching, but it's not horrible. The starting the starting pitching is not horrible. Yep. Um, but Schwarber on the top of that list. Um, and you got Zach Wheeler. I wouldn't be surprised to see Zach Wheeler like win a Cy Young at some point in his career. Yeah. He's, he is that good at yep. times. Um, and and he is going to be, you know, the bona fide. Is he? Yeah, he's their bona fide. Yeah, he's their right? Yeah. Yeah, they don't have any they have some other guys that are just kind of like like linger behind him but he's their bona fide ace um looking for looking forward to seeing what they can do this year especially with all of that power at citizens big bank ballpark which is just a shoebox. yep no it's and, but uh, like but it, it it has it has more i give more respect than i would give yankee would stadium. Give like uh yankee stadium or anything yep. so agreed um yeah small park Small, small park. And then why don't you take the uh, the Pirates? Because I know you're you're high on some of their prospects, right? Um, yeah. So three reasons why the Pirates will win the World Series in the next three years. They're developing. They're on their way up. But uh, I want to confirm this before I say it. Um, let me see. Yep. Three reasons why the Pirates will win the World Series in the next three years. Number one, Henry Davis, 1-1 guy, first overall prospect or first overall pick in the draft, catching prospect. Anytime you can get a catcher and you can take him that high in the draft, uh, he's probably going to be really good. Number two, O'Neal Cruz, six foot seven, switch hitting, or even if it's, I think he might just be left-handed, but six foot seven shortstop who can run, monster. And number three, on the topic of all those prospects, they have, including those two, six dudes in the top 100. So the foundation for the Phillies is there. It's right there. I mean, the foundation for the Pirates is there. They have the dudes. They're doing it the right way. Yeah, they're not paying their team very much, but it's like, you know, at least they have a plan, and they drafted really well. Now they're going to bring those guys up. So who knows? Might have a little magic in them, Jared. Uh, I'll go ahead and take the next one because that's the squad here. Sucks to talk about. Um, 
but three reasons why the Padres will win the World Series in the next three years. Number one, Fernando Tatis Jr. Now, that might be the obvious answer, but it's not so obvious because he can't stay on the field. So if Fernando Tatis Jr. stays on the field for them and can play 155 games, they have a great chance to win the World Series. Number two, pitching prospect, Mackenzie Gore. After this season, Hugh Darvish is a free agent. Uh, Joe Musgrove is a free agent. A um, handful of other guys they have. They're losing pitching after this season. So if Mackenzie Gore, as the top prospect that he's been looked at as, can come up and live up to the potential and the height that he's had, they will win the World Series. Number three, the ownership for the Padres. They have openly talked about how they are willing to drop a bag to secure the best possible team they can put out on the field. That's huge if you want to win a World Series to have an ownership group or an owner that is committed to spending a shit ton of money. So good for the Padres if their owner can contribute to their success. Um, it's a big part of it. So that's the three reasons for the Padres. Jared. All right. Yeah. And uh, I tend to agree. And uh, next up is uh, San Francisco Giants. They have uh, Joey Bart. Uh, another big time top prospect coming yep. up um, for a team that needs some serious, they need some serious help in the lineup. I know they won a bunch of games last year, but if you go and look at their lineups, that they were starting. Oof. You probably don't recognize like four of them. Also Jared, they just lost Buster they, Posey. So it's like, yeah, lost Buster, Buster Posey. And they had, they had Chris Bryant at the end of the year. So those are two huge names that like, so now you're really not going to know like, like the, I think the, the most recognizable recognizable name in that lineup now might be like Mikey Stremski. Brandon Belt. Brandon yeah, Crawford. Brandon Belt. Yeah, like he, Brandon Crawford, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Crawford. Yeah, Crawford's in there. Yeah, Crawford actually had a pretty good year last year, too. But you, you know what I mean though. Like if those are the yeah, guys yeah, that yeah. you're you're touting, you're bringing out there as yeah. like your yeah, you know, your poster yeah. boys. Like the lineup needs some help, and that's where Joey Bart comes in. Yep. And then uh obviously they just signed they they just signed Carlos Rodon, who uh has been pit was pitching really well for the White Sox over the last couple of years. He's gonna, you know, solidify that rotation and uh especially pitching in that park. I think he actually is a guy that got hurt by quite a few long balls. So yep. I think him pitching in San Francisco, you're gonna see some some better stats out of him. And maybe uh surprise some people with like some uh a Cy Young-ish year. I don't know if he's yeah. got quite Cy Young job, but a Cy Young-ish potentially. Yeah. And then I know I know you're really high on this third reason. Uh, why don't you go ahead and take it? Yeah, Camilo Duvall, their closer. Uh, he throws like 99 mile an hour, like cutting sinker balls. Like it just doesn't make sense with a wipeout slider. So Duvall is a huge piece for them. If he can be a, a lights out closer, he'll fall in line with the lights out closers they've had in the past of Brian Wilson and Sergio Romo. Uh, just like young guys that just showed up and just shit on people. So I like, uh, I like Duvall a lot. Um, I'll probably just take the rest of these Jared since I'm fucking, I'm cooking now. I'm hot. I'm ready to roll. Uh, <laughs> three reasons why the Mariners will win it all. Number one, actually three reasons why the Mariners will win it all in the next three years. doesn't have to be this year, the next three years. Number one, Jerry DePoto. He's their GM. He's a psychopath. He makes like just insane trades all the time. 
and gets really good players. Number two, their top prospect, Julio Rodriguez. He smashes baseballs, and he's really good. And number three, they have a great team on the field and, and a solid foundation and a base already. But they have six dudes in the top 100, including Julio Rodriguez. That is huge, like massive, massive. Um, so they're found like their whole future is looking very bright for the Mariners. Don't be shocked if they make a nice run to the World Series. Three reasons why the Cardinals will win it in the next three years. Number one, Dylan Carlson. He's going to be a massive piece for them. Switch hitting outfielder with pop. The guy smashes the ball. He was a top prospect for him, and he's come up and pretty much lived up to it for the most part. Number two, speaking of prospects, Nolan Gorman. Nolan Gorman is a first baseman prospect for the Cardinals. He smashes balls. He's left-handed bat. If he can come up and fill in for them in a corner outfield spot, if he can fill in uh, as the DH or give Paul Goldschmidt some time off to be the DH, it's going to be huge for them. And number three, they have veterans all over the joint, all over the joint. Adam Wainwright, they just signed Albert Pujols, Yadier Molina. Uh, at this point, guys like uh, Harrison Bader might be considered a, a veteran. You know, guys like Goldschmidt, guys like Arenado. That is a team with a lot of baseball experience, and that is going to serve them very well in the coming years. Uh, three reasons why the Rays will win the World Series in the next three years. Number one, Wander Franco. Enough said. Number two, young pitching. Shane Baz, McClanahan, uh, Kittredge. Uh, who else is on that roster, Jared? Um, Pitching-wise, Tyler Glass now. Have, uh, uh, yeah, Glass now. They have also, yeah, they're. McClanahan, Drew Rasmussen. They have, just, they have Ryan uh, Yarbrough's a younger guy. Luis Patino, Peter Fairbairn. They, they have a lot of young pitching talent and that is going to serve them very well and then their third reason is player development there is not an organization in baseball that develops players better than the tampa bay rays you could probably list off about a dozen starting pitchers that came up through their system and then ended up elsewhere signing a big deal or they ended up trading them for a big haul because they developed these guys so well chris archer I mean, if you want to go back even further, James Shields, uh, David Price, Alex Cobb, Matt Moore. Um, dude, the list goes on and on and on. They have just loaded young pitching, and they have it again. And they develop players really well. So that uh, sets them up very well. Three reasons why the Texas Rangers will win the World Series in the next three years. Number one, as everybody knows, their up-the-middle combo is arguably the best in the sport. With Corey Seager at shortstop and Marcus Simeon at second base, that combination right there is probably going to combine for close to 60 home runs and play pretty solid defense up the middle, so good for them. Number two, Jack Leiter. Holy shit, is he good. Jack Leiter's going to come up for them, and he's going to start at the front end of the rotation. He's going to throw lights out. He's got the advisory committee of his father, Al Leiter, who was dominant in the major leagues, and that did it. he's set up for success. And number three... They've clearly indicated that they have a budget and they're going to be spending a lot of money and they're committed to it. And that's huge. You have to spend money to win baseball games and they're committed to it. So if they end up making a big splash in 2022, but they don't quite get there, but they're close. Do not 
be surprised if they go out next offseason and smash out even more free agency, bring in some bigger guys, or extend some dudes, right? Because they have some young talent too. Three reasons why the Blue Jays will win the World Series in the next three years. Number one, Vlad Jr. is a freak. Number two, their starting rotation is fucking ridiculous. Number three, they play at the Rogers Center, and their lineup is really good. Vlad Jr. at the Rogers Center could easily hit 50 home runs this year. Um, Matt Chapman will hit 30. Um, who else is on that team, Jared? Teoscar Hernandez will hit 30. Kevin Biggio will probably hit 20, 25. Bo Bichette will hit 30. I mean, it it's a joke. Like it's literally a joke. Uh yeah, the whole it's the whole the whole the whole lineup like gr- like is Grichik still there? No, Grichik's they, another guy. Grichik's like, Grichik's no, uh, Rockies. Grichik? Rockies. The Rockies aren't Grichik? The Rockies and and Blue Jays traded Randall Grichik for Rymel Tapia straight up. You know oh, that? I didn't even I didn't even hear about that one. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, it was like I last week on the podcast today. Yeah, it's flu- it was a very under-the-radar trade, but it happened. So the Rockies have Grichik, by the way. Yeah, he might hit 30 home runs in Coors Field. He definitely will, dude. Um, last team. Three reasons why the Nationals will win the World Series in the next three years. Number one, as we all know, Juan Soto. The guy is a freak. Arguably the best hitter in the sport. Number two, young talent. They have a decent group of young players. Obviously Juan Soto, it's crazy to call him young still because he has been in the league for what seems like just decades, but he's still only what? 24. Uh, they traded Max Scherzer and Trey Turner away, but in return, they got a guy like Josiah Gray, young controllable prospect. They got Kyber Ruiz, young controllable prospect. Um, Cesar Hernandez, younger guy, Riley Adams is a younger, uh, controllable infield guy for them. Carter Keyboom, young guy. They have a lot of young dudes that will make impacts for them, and maybe they make a splash. And reason number three plays into the younger guys because it's Nelson Cruz. They just signed Nelson Cruz to a contract. He is a vet. He's going to help those younger guys out. He's going to be around. He's been there. He's done that. He's fucking 40 years old. All the guy does is mash home runs too. So the combination of his on-the-field contributions and his off-the-field contributions with the guys on the roster, it's going to help them win a World Series in the next three years. So that'll do it, Jared. We covered all 30 teams. We were able to get three reasons why each team is going to win the World Series in the next three years. I think the only three... Well, is there three or four teams that honestly three or four teams? I feel like realistically, there's just no chance they win the world series in the next three years. Oakland A's no chance reds, no chance. And there was one more. I feel like where I was like, "Mm, no fucking shot. They win the world series in the next three years. I mean, the Rockies are due for some magic. Maybe the Indians, like the Indians aren't bad, but it's like there is absolutely no chance they win the World Series in the next three years. Um, The rest of these teams, it's like, dude, who knows, man? I mean, really, really, who knows? Even the Pirates, dude, like it sounds crazy. The Pirates, Jared, I don't know if you saw or heard about, you know who Mitch Keller is? Yeah. He's one of their young, uh, he's one of their young pitching prospects. So, 
he he made I mean he was up in the major leagues last year, but he was like pretty bad. I mean to be all to to be honest, he was just not that good. Um did he get traded? Where is he? No, he didn't get traded. Why is he not on their roster? That's weird. Anyways, Mitch Keller, um, let's see. He's a young pitcher for them. Last year, Jared, he threw at a 6.17 ERA in 23 games. It's not good. But he was a high prospect for him, and he came up, and they were really excited for him, and he struggled. He struggled. Just give it to you straight, Jared. He's struggled since he's been up. Last year, he was a starting pitcher for him most of the time. He was like 93 to 95. Comes out in his first spring training game this year and just first four fastballs, 99, 99, 100, 100. And they were like, whoa, who the fuck is this guy? So my point is, dude, even the Pirates. Like, I feel more confident about the Pirates having success than the fucking Reds. You know what I mean? So it'd be interesting. Be interesting to see. Um, I think the best option, you know, next three years, look out for the Red Sox, look out for the Dodgers, look out for the Braves, um, look out for the White Sox, um, Brewers, possibly, Yankees, possibly, Mets, um, Mariners, Rays are always good, Blue Jays, I think. So, yeah, I mean, that pretty much wraps it up jared next episode we're probably gonna rip uh usually we try to go mondays we'll try to go tuesday next week for you guys because we do it in the evenings on monday next like monday evening this upcoming monday will be the college basketball national championship not going to be great timing for both of us so because we both work and we'll have to be watching that game so probably do Tuesday and on that Tuesday episode we will do the entire National League uh each division's standings predictions and then we'll do awards for that episode because that will be the last episode before the season starts on Thursday which is fucking awesome. So, we'll do one episode next week and then the week following we'll get back into our two episodes per week uh schedule. That makes sense. So, that being said, thank you guys very much for tuning in. We appreciate the support. Appreciate you guys checking us out. Between the Stitches, episode six, pretty much the gist of it, Jared. Unless you got anything else for them, obviously, lay off the high cheese, as we always like to say, if you're a hitter. Uh, if you're a pitcher. Or just in general. Just in general. Yeah, in life, right? In life, just lay off, lay off lay the high off, cheese. Lay off the high cheese. Yeah. Uh, but that's pretty much going to do it. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll catch you guys next Tuesday for episode seven. So peace out. We'll catch you guys later. Let's go.